studios, please start your archive recording. Stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Georgia Tech Studio Hotline at 336-831-0821. Coming up on 30 seconds until airtime. Mark, 30 seconds until airtime. Stations, your final time cue will be with 15 seconds until airtime. Mark, 15 seconds until airtime. Once again, stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Georgia Tech Studio Hotline at 336-831-0821. Wednesday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket football. Welcome to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Drive sober or get pulled over by Coca-Cola. No matter what your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. And by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Visit us at Georgia georgiapower.com slash community power on georgia now let's join your host the voice of the yellow jackets andy demetra and welcome in on a wednesday night another week of gt60 here in the georgia tech sports network from learfield img college's second road acc game for your yellow jackets with a chance to emerge from it two and oh in the acc georgia tech versus syracuse this saturday Noon, Tommy Slather will be on the air at 10 a.m. And until Tommy Slather, we've got a lot to discuss and can't wait to get started. If you have a question tonight on the program, you can tweet it using the hashtag GT60. And I know a lot of you want to talk about that game with Syracuse. Also, some of the starring performances versus UCF on Saturday. And we'll do it all, of course, with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. And let's welcome him in now. Coach, how are you? Hey, doing good, Andy. Good to see you, bud. We are not only statewide on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, but another week you can watch the show live on our behind-the-mic video stream on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. And I like that you brought some uh, some uh, people to fill out the audience <laughs> here behind you tonight. Yeah, actually got uh, got my wife, Jennifer, my daughter, Astrid. <laughs> That's a little cardboard cutout that I had. I had two of them made. Uh, just sometimes at home games that when they might not be able to come. I've got one overlooking the field from my office so that I can see them from the sideline. And then up in the in the stands, it's, uh, it's taped to the window. So that's my, my daughter eating uh, a slice of pizza at a Braves game, her first ever okay. Braves game. So wearing uh, my Atlanta Braves hat, you know, NL East champs. And uh, got my girls here with me. And hopefully uh, it's not past Astrid's bedtime and they're watching right now. Yeah, very nice. I like you got the whole family with you here yep. for GT60. All right, let's dive into UCF. And coming out of it, you said the main themes for sure. your team in practice this week, offense and defense in the red zone and ball security. How have you yep. seen your guys attack those areas in practice this week? Yeah, so just obviously playing against a good team, you can't turn the ball over five times. Uh, we did that. Um, we had three chances. The first three drives of the game, our offense drove all the way down uh, inside the 10-yard line and only came up with seven points, obviously against a uh, you know one of the 12th-ranked teams in the country. You can't do those kind of things, but it's a learning experience. And, uh, you know, protecting the football is paramount. Finishing when you get into the red zone is paramount. And conversely, on defense, we've got to continue to create more takeaways. That's in our DNA. And whenever teams do get in our red zone, we got to bow up, get stops, prevent points, 
uh, all those kind of things. But I just think the uh, the way our guys played, the mentality, uh, the fight, the grit, all of those things were in this play. They played really, really hard, uh, played really, really well at times, uh, but explosive plays, turnovers uh, at key points of the game, and then being able to control some things that are outside of your control. Uh, Got to be able to manage those at a high level. Our guys have been great during the week of practice. Um, we get another chance on Saturday, as Andy Demetra says, when toe meets leather at noon uh, up in Syracuse. Second straight game, you finish with an ACC Rookie of the Week, Jameer yep. Gibbs, 66 yards rushing, led the team with 60 receiving yards, a rushing and a receiving touchdown. Some players grow into the buzz that accompanies them right. when they come to campus. Some just get right to it. And we saw that with Jameer on the very opening kickoff. Was the game you saw from him on Saturday a pretty fair illustration of, of what you had seen from him throughout the evaluation process? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a, he's a big-time athlete, a big-time player, big-time competitor. One of my favorite things about him is how humble he is. Uh, doesn't say a lot. He just comes every day and gets to work. Uh, he's all about business, which is really good to see in our culture. Just proud of Tashard Choice. Uh, recognizing Jameer early on in the recruiting process targeting him as our number one running back in the class and staying with him uh, when nobody else really uh, jumped on board early on. Uh, we all know what happened after he started having high school games of 400 yards and 300 yards. Uh, everybody in the country offered him, uh, but we saw that value early on in the process, stayed with him, built the relationship, and uh, you know, hats off to Coach Choice, our offensive staff, uh, everybody in the organization, uh, recognizing the, the type of talent that Jameer Gibbs is, but then also getting to know him as a person, understand that he's going to excel in our culture, uh, in our program, and uh, those kind of things have been proven uh, since he's been here. And I'm just excited for him, the success he had individually, but also how he helped the team. Uh, one of my favorite moments uh, of that game uh, was J.P. Mason, who was out with sideline for the game. His reaction was actually in my office mm -hmm. watching the game, videotaping the opening play, and Jameer takes it 80 yards or whatever for uh, on the kickoff return, and J.P. Mason was so excited uh, for his individual success. And I think that speaks volume of who J.P. Mason is as a young man, uh, the type of relationship he has with his teammates, the type of culture that we're building here at Georgia Tech, uh, all those things were on display in those, those moments. It's also pretty impressive that Jordan Mason is the keys to your office. Yeah, and apparently back in the day, used to think his parking, my parking space was his parking space. Oh, well, We've gotten past both of those uh, things, but I, I can't say enough uh, of how proud I am of J.P. Mason and who the young man he's become and still developing into uh, since he's been here with us. Uh, it's pretty cool. What were the biggest lessons to be gained by the defense from last Saturday, especially now that you're facing sure. another team that likes to mash the gas on offense in Syracuse? Yeah, it, high tempo. We actually had to, throughout last week, had to really change the structure and personnel and the deployment of our players. Our guys handled it really well, but the thing that, that kind of w was shown is when tempo happens um, in an unfamiliar scheme, some things, some big plays pop up. Um, you know, things we have to do out of necessity. Uh, proud of our coaching staff, proud of our players for being flexible and fluid uh, in this environment. Um, but just when you're playing in a dynamic, explosive offense, you got to get called, got to get lined up, got to communicate, and then keep guys in front of you or leverage the ball. And uh, we've got to continue to do that at a high level. Thought we tackled well. 
um, but just making sure we're aligned, communicating, keep things in front of us uh, when you've got so much speed on the field like UCF had. And Syracuse last year, fourth in the nation in plays per game. They haven't quite yeah. played at the brisk pace that, that, that they seek so far this year, but in practice this week, have you seen a defense that's better adjusted to this type of speed that they'll see Saturday from having faced UCF? Yeah, and every every week's a different different you know scenario and a different adjustment to things. Um, but obviously playing against that high-tempo, high-paced offense uh, at UCF, you know, hopefully we're ready for, for just about anything. Tremendous amount of respect uh, for Coach Babers and how they run that program um, and obviously the success that they've had offensively. And uh, they're playing really well and defensively right, to, right now too, mm-hmm. doing a lot of things schematically, uh, different coverages, different blitzes, uh, zone replacement things, and uh, they're, they're doing a nice job with it. Yeah, they, they hung tough for three quarters with both yep. Pittsburgh and North Carolina, they two did. top 25 teams. They'll be having their home opener on Saturday. But, of course, in the season opener, you went on the road in the ACC, upended Florida State, and will look to duplicate that this Saturday. Again, Tommy's Leather is set for noon. Let's hear from you tonight. The hashtag on Twitter, GT60. Keep those questions firing in. We'll take our first time out. Much more with head coach Jeff Collins after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. (laughs) Tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. (laughs) Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799.
with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket Athletics. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Football season is here. That means it's time to load up on the best snacks and some delicious ice-cold Coke for all your game day guests. Nothing tastes like everyone you love and everything you like coming together. Coca-Cola together tastes better. As we welcome you back to GT60 this Wednesday night, Andy Demetra, head coach Jeff Connells, and I haven't even announced who's joining us in the second half hour. Your defensive <laughs> ends coach, Marco Coleman, will be our featured guest. Looking forward to visiting with the Marco. legend, the legend. He is a true blue legend of the flat. Yep. Is he the most intimidating-looking coach on your staff? I feel like it's close between him and Brent Key. Yeah, I think they all have their their, their uh, qualities and demeanor when they're they're live and in action. But what a what a great coach! What a great person! So blessed that he's on our coaching staff, and uh, he's done a great job with the young defensive front that we've got. And uh, you know, just excited about how he comes to work every single day. Great attitude, great demeanor, and when it's time to get turned up. He knows how to do it. I don't know if he has his own customized strikeout call like Tashard Choice demonstrated right. for us last week on GT60, <laughs> but we can ask. And Absolutely. if you got a question for Marco Coleman along with head coach Jeff Collins, make sure you tweet them using the hashtag GT60. Uh, among the plaudits you gave to your players at your press conference this week, one player who jumped out was Jack Coco. When yep. you didn't have Dylan Devaney or Dylan Leonard available, Jack steps in, not only gets his first career reception, had a great block to help spring Jameer Gibbs for his touchdown in the fourth quarter. Uh, tell us about Jack Coco and, and how this position change came about and what he's done to seize that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. He came and saw me. So he played offensive line all of last year, uh, worked really hard, was our short snapper for PATs and field goals, and just wanted to expand his role. So he came to me in January had a conversation that he wanted to be a more part of the offense, wanted to move to tight end slash H-back, and uh, he lost a lot of weight. I think it's probably 40 to 50 pounds. He lost, really leaned himself up, uh, was on a mission to get on the field, uh, to contribute, uh, had a great offseason, had a great first six spring uh, practices. Then the global pandemic hits, and then he even more transformed uh, his body and got himself into shape and came back for the OTAs and the preseason camp and did a tremendous job learning the offense, getting into being one of the top four tight ends slash eight backs uh, in the program, and then just out of necessity uh, came in and played at a really high level the last two games. Uh, he's made a couple of key blocks. He made a huge block uh, in the Florida State win as well uh, to get us around the edge and uh, just, a, just a competitor, uh, culture-building guy, uh, he understands what we're building here, and he's he's laying the groundwork for it and doing a great job, and uh, he's a really good player too. The above-the-line concept and another phrase that we talked about, particularly last year, positional yep. flexibility. Do you think that benefits your team a lot in a season like this in college football where coaches everywhere have to navigate and weather so many different challenges yep. that adhering to this above-the-line concept, guys constantly being ready, and also – cross-training at different positions, that it makes you better positioned to handle those challenges? Yeah, absolutely. And just even things like moving Bruce Jordan Swilling over to running back out of necessity and uh, him being able, if he needed to, to go back and play the other side, moving Jerry Howard. Uh, he's been getting a ton of carries in practice as well. He did it throughout preseason. 
keep those things going. Uh, all of those little things pay off, and they really help us. Even Jahazel uh, doing some things along the offensive line or even as an emergency, a uh, bigger tight end in our short yarders goal line stuff. So all of those philosophies are ingrained in our DNA. But in a season like this, they're really going to need to uh, pay off for us, um, and, and they have going uh, as we've been going the first two weeks. It might be harder for a casual fan to appreciate the play of offensive guards, but you, the, the, your appreciation for Ryan yep. Johnson has not been lost on you through two games. What has he built, uh, brought to that offensive line group at right guard? particularly working alongside a true freshman in Jordan sure. Williams at tackle. And then I want to also bring up uh, Ryan Johnson has done a great job for us, transfer from the University of Tennessee, bought into our culture, lives it, breathes it, does a great job for us. But also I want to talk about Jack DeForth, the other guard, uh, has done a great job for us uh, as well. Um, just the movement they've been able to generate, uh, the run game, the pass game, all of those things, the physical nature in which they play. Um, but then you take it to the next level. Jordan Williams starting as a fruit, true freshman right tackle doesn't happen a lot. Um, and a lot of that success that he's having is b because he's been lined up next to, uh, we call him Hoss around here, lining up next to Hoss. Yeah, I think I'm the only person yeah. that calls him Ryan, yeah. <laughs> so Hoss uh, helps him tremendously, but I don't want to discount uh, the development of Jordan Williams, how he's come in here, committed himself to learning the playbook, learning our techniques, learning our schemes, and has done a great job. He's six foot six, 341 pounds. And uh, the cool thing about Jordan, too, is, you know, practice is everything for us and how you practice is how you play. But just that little glimmer pops into Jordan's eyes when that ball gets down and it's, and it's live. And uh, it, it's been fun to watch how they've matured, how they've developed, and uh, our offensive line play. You would never have imagined that just a short 20 months ago we were running the triple around here, the way they're understanding the schemes and the nuances in the pass game and the run game and all the different things that we do, uh, how much Brent Key uh, and Dave Patnode have really matured that group and understanding all the different things that we're able to do at a really, really high level. It was pretty cool to see in the fourth quarter a true freshman quarterback hand off to a true freshman running back and wrap it behind a true freshman right, right. tackle as Jameer Gibbs went 33 yards to the house. Getting inside that red zone, it's not for lack of opportunities. Sure. In fact, you guys have had nine red zone trips, which through two games is as good as any you'll find in the ACC. So what are, specifically are you looking to shore up once you get inside the red zone so you can be more efficient? Yeah, I mean, it's just the same thing we've talked the entire offseason is we have to finish. Uh, we have to finish plays. We have to finish drives. Uh, when we get the ball down where we need it to be, we have to finish those opportunities off. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about it the entire offseason, but even now more so than ever, it's showing up that we've got to do those things and the guys, you know, buy into it. And uh, we just got to do it whenever it's, uh, you know, whenever it's uh, live. You will have your opportunity on Saturday versus Syracuse High Noon inside the Dome. First ever road matchup at Syracuse for your Yellow Jackets. Can't wait to bring you the action on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We'll take another timeout. Again, questions for our guest tonight, head coach Jeff Collins and defensive end coach Marco Coleman. Send them on Twitter using the hashtag GT60. We're back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's matchup, Scania Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff-arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScanaEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Pass 
accident from these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call on dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanenergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta, and what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. Georgia Tech Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. High Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HighRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTech. High Regency Atlanta a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics as we welcome you back to GT60. Andy Demetra, head coach Jeff Collins, defensive end coach Marcus Coleman is queued up for the second half hour. It's now time for our governor's office of highway safety. Ask the coach, and this one comes on Twitter from C. Carter, 1969 coach. He says, being an old school class of 92, it's great to see you bringing all us gray beards back. Can you talk about the legacy of players and fans? with the program yeah absolutely uh and i even talked about it uh on my press conference tuesday uh there's such great history such great tradition uh here at georgia tech you know i'm born and bred here in atlanta uh grew up watching games here and just to see the the former players be back around get that be around them once this quarantine is over again we have legends of the flats day and excited to have that coming up uh hopefully uh, whenever they let us do those things again. Uh, but just, just I love Georgia Tech football. Uh, all of the men uh, that have made this place as special as it is, uh, you know, we try to make every one of them proud every single day with how we play, with how we represent this great institution. And uh, we've got some big-time players that have played here the last 5, 10, 20 years, um, and then moving forward with this group of guys and with the future recruiting classes that want to come and be a part of the white and gold and build something special. 
even though Georgia Tech is home to so many classic traditions, it doesn't mean you can't create new ones. And <laughs> fans caught their first glimpse of one on Saturday. Yep. For those who didn't, tell us about the trip walk. <laughs> so, it seemed to be a real yeah, crowd pleaser yeah, within the, that locker room. The, the, the players loved it. Uh, the, the, their parents were out there socially distanced, mask on, of course, uh, checking it out. Uh, but what it what it was was we knew uh, talking through as we got ready for the season over the summer that Yellow Jacket Alley was probably not going to be a thing this year uh, with the global pandemic and the distancing and all those things. So we tried to figure out what are some ways that can really help our guys uh, um, have a little fun, have a little engagement before the game begins. And then Andy just, you know, kind of piggybacking off of what you do as you show up to arenas <laughs> or LeBron or whoever else shows up to arenas. Yeah. LeBron, Andy Demetra, it's really, you know, it's a toss-up right there. But the drip walk has become a big thing. And so we got together with our marketing department. And what the initial thing was to have some press conference backdrops so they could walk up on Callaway Plaza, enter, catch a few uh, – pictures and then they enter the the uh the football building get ready for the game well we don't do things little around here uh so that small little press uh conference backdrop turned into i think it's 20 yards of looks like the the emmys or the grammys or the whatever academy awards and it's a blue carpet and there's stanchions and there's photographers and cameras everywhere and we told our guys uh they can wear the drip when they get onto the bus to come over to the stadium and then we're going to walk down the drip walk and they can just get that vibe going just to get the right energy and the right mindset. And uh, they handled it really well. They looked really cool. And then they got into the locker room and got ready to go. Uh, recruits love it. Uh, our players love it. And in this day and time right now, uh, you know, the, the guys need to uh, have something that they can have some fun with, uh, with all their investing, all that they're doing, uh, for this great institution to get us to the games. Uh, and uh, so we're doing it, and the, guy, the guys have seemed to love it. You definitely subscribe to the belief if you look good, you feel good. Yes. If you feel good, you play good. I do want to know who, in your opinion, won the drip walk. Well, I, and I'm excluded. I can't be. I can't get a vote. Uh, so I mean, it's your show. If you want to vote for yourself, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> there, there, there was a bunch. Uh, Larry Knight, uh, yeah. our defensive line coach, uh, he he brought it. There was a bunch of guys. I don't want to pick out just one because there were so many uh, that did a nice job, and then they came in, got their got their uniforms on, and went out there to Bobby Dodd and, and played their hearts out. I'm putting my vote in for Hoss. Ryan Johnson. Yeah, the black, the black cowboy hat. He, he looked sharp. With the black gator, he looked like a desperado. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely stood out. Uh, before we turn you loose and turn things over to defensive ends coach Marco Coleman, you're facing a Syracuse team that has played better than expected defensively yep. against a pair of ranked teams so far in North Carolina and Pittsburgh. First-year defensive coordinator and Tony White, they've switched to a 3-3-5. Yep. What kinds of challenges does that present for a quarterback, and uh, how can Jeff Sims best handle that on Saturday? Yeah, it's just the, the multiplicity of looks that they give you. I mean, they've got guys blitzing from every everywhere, uh, sh uh, showing over here, blitzing from over there. Uh, they do a lot of creative things, uh, but every single down there's guys coming from everywhere uh, or even dropping uh, and doing max drops looks as well. So we just got to uh, him, Mikey Minahan, our offensive line in, in communication throughout the game. Uh, they've been here watching it. And, uh, you know, I run the developmental scout team to give them the, the best looks possible. And uh, But just, you know, got to get ready to go play at a high level, get the looks, communicate, everyone be on the same page, 
and then execute at a high level and then finish every single play. Yeah, certainly not going to be solely on Jeff Sims. And he's got a lot of talent around him, among them Jameer Gibbs, whom we talked about, ACC right. Rookie of the Week. Uh, people tend to forget that two years ago after his junior year, when you first offered him and made him the number one recruit on your board, he was still a three-star guy before <laughs> he blew up, before his profile sure. exploded nationally, and before every five-star factory was in hot pursuit of him. You had already formed a bond with him that would prove yep. unbreakable. Tell us about Midnight Madness and how that kind of kicked <laughs> things into motion with Jameer and started what turned out to be a relationship that we saw fully realized last Saturday. Sure. I think we do a lot of creative things uh, in our recruiting department, how we go about our process with recruiting. Um, but the biggest thing to, the, to your first point is we trust our evaluations. We've got some guys that are great evaluators. We don't worry about stars. We don't worry about rankings. Uh, we don't worry about who's offered or all of those things. We know what we're looking for as a player in this program athletically, their skill set, their size, their speed, character, determination, how they're going to fit into this culture, all of those things. And we trust our evaluation. And uh, then the next phase is – the building relationship piece, being creative, doing different things uh, to make a splash. And one of them is we do Midnight Madness, which is the first time we're allowed to go out. Well, we go out at 12.01 a.m. And I think at 12.01 a.m. we had nine coaches. Uh, <laughs> actually, they've got a pool in their backyard. We actually went around or the, to Shard and some other guys. I had already taken my visit to, to do the home visit. Um, but they went, uh, and, and at midnight – uh, go out and uh, you know show up at Jameer's house at 12.01 a.m., get to hang out for a little bit, and I think those kind of moments uh, are really special. So they all congregated, like, by the pool? Yeah. The, so, not, the so didn't go through the front door? Didn't go through the front door. The family knew it was happening, okay. but they, they kept the secret from Jameer and then John Ross, who who, who is also on the team, and uh, surprised him by coming in the back okay. door where the, where the game room is. Was, was Jameer asleep? At 12.01? No, I think he was playing video games. Okay. So yep. you, you you caught him by surprise then. Yep. Nine deep. Rolling yes. deep. Well, yep. that was a good decision, wasn't it? No doubt. Awesome. Coach, thanks so much. We'll cut Thank you, you loose. Marco Coleman on the other side. GT60 continues after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Even before the victory celebration is over, great teams are back at it the next day, working to get even better. The team at Ford understands how hard work and dedication pay off. Over the last 30 years, Ford Explorer has been America's best-selling SUV. In fact, all Ford SUVs like Explorer, Escape, and Edge are built for victory. Score a great offer today at your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on total cumulative OEM reported U.S. sales for all SUVs from calendar year 1990 through calendar year 2019. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Ramblin' Wrecks are ready to roll. Sims lobs the left side of the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Jackets. This is Yellow Jacket football. Unbelievable drama and unbelievable. 
unbelievable guts. Saturday, Georgia Tech heads to Syracuse to battle the Orange. Kickoff at noon with pregame coverage starting at 10, right here on your home for Yellow Jacket football. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket Athletics. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. No matter your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. It is Wednesday night. So glad you're joining us on GT60, Georgia Tech versus Syracuse. Noon kickoff will be on the air with network pregame at 10 a.m. on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And also on the sidelines of the Dome on Saturday is our next guest, defensive ends and outside linebackers. Coach Marco Coleman joins us, a GT Athletics Hall of Famer as well. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Doing Glad to be here. Great. Uh, I know you haven't had your full stable of defensive ends yet, but what have you liked of your guys' play so far? Well, I like the, the urgency. And uh, we got a lot of young players still. Uh, but they've been playing extremely hard, you know, and, and that's that's pretty much all I can really ask for. And we we got to execute a little better, um, but the the effort uh, is never a, a short on that part of it. It's still a young group since you arrived here a year and a half ago. Which player would you single out whose pass rushing skills have refined the most since you started working with them? Uh, Curtis Ryan's, you know, that, that first week, and, and Jordan Dominic. Really, they they've all gotten better. Um, you know, and, and the opportunities that um, certain guys have gotten, you know, of course, have shown and they've gotten some results. Uh, but I, I can say all across the board, all the guys have gotten better. Mm -hmm. Jordan Dominic, I'm glad you mentioned him. Uh, he's been very consistent for you on the edge there. How, how has he refined his pass rushing skills to become more productive this year? Well, Jordan has a, uh, a level of, um, I don't know what you could actually call it, but uh, an intensity level that's, um, you know, probably a little higher than most of the guys. You know, he plays at a different speed. And now it's just a matter of him being a young player of being able to hone it in and being a little more controlled. And I think now after another year here maturing as a year, he's gotten better and is playing more under control. Still got a way to go, mm -hmm. uh, but is working and playing a lot more under control. You know, another guy who's, who's taken advantage of increased playing time and taken advantage of opportunity has been Chico Bennett. We've seen a lot more from him. Uh, missed the last five games of the season last year because of injury. How's Chico grown as a pass rusher? Oh, he's getting better. Like I said, all the guys are, are continuing to get better. Um, Chico's, you know, has been out there, has been working hard, plays with extremely good effort. Uh, like I said, just like the entire group, you know, we, we still have a lot of things to refine. And, again, I got, you know, other than well, AC hasn't been able to play. And mm -hmm. <laughs> so I got all sophomores out there, all young guys. Crazy. Yeah, but but I, but I wouldn't trade them for nothing. And they all are, you know, sponges, and they're taking in the coaching and continue to work 
And, again, I, I can't say enough about the effort in which they play. Every position group I've observed has some tradition to celebrate a big play. What about your guys? After his sack, is there anything that is exchanged, a celebration uh, from the defensive ends? What are we working with this year? Act like you've been there. Line up and oh, let's do it again. That's a Marco Coleman answer yeah, right act there. Act like you did it before. Line up and let's do it again. One is, you know, this. You know, I'm not impressed with just making one big play. We need some more. You're 27 and a half at uh, Georgia Tech, if memory serves. Yeah, and three seasons. In three, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better act like you've been, <laughs> like you've been there before. Um, five sacks through two games, tracking well. You're facing a Syracuse team that has had issues with pass protection, not just this year, but uh, last year as well. Does the defense as a whole have more confidence now in its ability to disrupt the pocket and get blitzing than perhaps last season at this time? Well, you know, all the players are coming back, I think, in the entire scheme of things that are going on. Because we have so many players come back, there's a high level of confidence in what they're doing now. So they're able to play a lot faster. And then, again, the maturity, uh, growing in size and speed. Uh, so that all is, is we're benefiting as a defense with that growth and that maturity. You know, so we're just continuously focusing on ourselves. And as long as we do that and get better each and everywhere, each and every week, that's how the confidence will continue to grow. I'd love to hear it. He's defensive ends coach Marco Coleman on GT60. If I have a question for Coach Coleman, send it on Twitter using the hashtag GT60. We'll take a quick timeout back for more GT60 after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Sir, you're now being placed on arrest for driving under an influence. What does that mean? You've heard tonight in the Gray Bar Motel. During your stay, you'll be photographed, fingerprinted, and given a stylish jumpsuit. And each room has an in-suite bathroom. Is all this free? Oh, no. Fines, court costs, and legal bills could add up to $10,000 or more. Save your money for a real hotel. Drive sober, or we will pull you over. This message brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's checking account with no monthly service fee and ability to earn interest and show your jacket pride. United, we fan. Visit GUCU.org slash GoJackets. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. Back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta, and what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football.
talking Georgia Tech athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. Andy Demetra, Marco Coleman joining you for the rest of the hour on GT60. Get your questions in right now using the hashtag GT60. You talked about you have a young position group, a defensive end. Uh, for many of them, their second year in the program. It's your second year in the program as well. Last year was your first year uh, in the college coaching ranks. What was the most eye-opening part of that experience for you, Coach? Uh, you know, I guess coming into it and having so many young players, <laughs> uh, kind of st- almost starting from the drawing board. Um, but then also the recruiting part of it, um, going out and you know and having that opportunity to, to meet a lot of different young people uh, and their families, which I enjoyed it. You know, it's something I, that's one part of it I am enjoying. Um, and I think those were probably, you know, having so youthful of a group and then in recruiting, those would probably be the two biggest things that were <laughs> kind of drew me back. When you were doing financial advising after football, that had its own form of recruiting, but I'm sure college recruiting is a completely different beast, right? Yeah, a little different, you know. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think the college recruiting is a little easier. It's a little easier to, to go in and talk to some kids. I got something to give as opposed to asking somebody for a million bucks. So, you know, it's <laughs> a little different. Yeah, you know, sl- slightly, <laughs> slightly different uh, set of sensibilities. Uh, on Saturday, if you were at uh, Bobby Dodd Stadium, you saw at halftime Georgia Tech recognized George O'Leary for his induction into the Georgia Tech Athletics Hall of Fame. He was your defensive coordinator here at Georgia Tech. What was the biggest impact that he had on you as a player? Uh, the toughness, uh, the no-nonsense, being about your business. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard somebody describe George O'Leary as no-nonsense. <laughs> you know, I find that hard to believe. You yeah. learn real quickly, you know, that this is not a play thing, you know, and um, and I, I, that's the foundation of the for me and my whole my career, you know, as a football player. Uh, Coach O'Leary, you know, the principles, the attitude, um, how to go about being a football player, um, the techniques, the fundamentals, understanding the game. You know, Coach O'Leary was right there at the front of my two, uh, me understanding and teaching me how to do that. You got a favorite George O'Leary story from your time at Georgia Tech? Yeah, it was uh, my freshman year. Um, you know, I was had a bad technique. I was stepping with the wrong foot. And so we had a uh, another freshman that came in my class. Um, uh, um, oh shoot, uh, Bill, not Bill Lewis. Uh, I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> shoot, I can't think of my, my buddy's name. But um, but anyways, one of my teammates. And so, you know, I was I was stepping. I couldn't. So he called him over. His offensive lineman. He was a big guy, real strong. By the and way, so, we, we do have a seven second delay. I know you're getting ready to, <laughs> to paraphrase Coach O'Leary. We'd rather not use it, but continue. But yeah, but he ended up. You know, he kept telling me to do it again, do it again. And it was embarrassing, man. You know, as I kept on jacking it up, the guy was hitting me in my mouth and driving me backwards. And, he, you know, Coach O'Leary, he, made, he brought a tear to my eye, man. I, I can honestly say that moment, that was the turning point as, for me as a football player and the toughness and understanding what was required and how important fundamentals of the game were. Now, I could run around and do all these things. I was knocking the guy back, but I was, wasn't doing it the wrong way. I learned that you got to do it his way. And um, and so from that point on, I didn't have any more problems. 
have you seen a little bit of George O'Leary kind of seep into your coaching style, your teaching style that maybe you didn't realize at the time? Oh, definitely. You know, I, I feel myself barking and, and going at these guys, man, and I was like, this is exactly how Coach O'Leary treated me. <laughs> you know, so definitely. I mean, and not only him, but, you know, I've had the, the opportunity to have, you know, a few couple, you know, some, some pretty good coaches throughout my career. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely Coach O'Leary, huge impact on what I'm able to do as a coach. I'd say it worked out well for you. 14 years in the NFL, Georgia Tech Athletics Hall of Fame, and now you get to welcome in a new member of the club in uh, head coach George O'Leary. I'm guessing you didn't have a chance to catch up with him uh, on Saturday, but I'm sure it was great to know that he was in the building and watching you and, and Jeff and all the other branches of his coaching tree, and there are plenty of them on that Georgia Tech sideline. That's pretty cool. Yes, yeah, I did get a chance. We talked you know, every now and then on the phone, so I did get a chance to talk to him a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact. Very nice. Good to see George O'Leary in the building on Saturday. Of course, if you have a question for Coach Coleman, you can tweet it using the hashtag GT60. Let's take one right now, and this one comes from Michael. Michael, thanks so much for uh, listening to the program, and you can also watch it as well on our behind-the-mic video stream. Hello to everybody on the new Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. And uh, Michael wants to know, you want to take a wild guess what the uh, subject of this is? <laughs> Go ahead, shoot it up. How many takes were done to get the track scene in Ace Ventura? <laughs> a you, lot. You, yeah, you knew you that figure was coming. I'm on there for probably all of maybe two minutes. It took eight hours. Eight? <laughs> <laughs> it took eight hours. It was fun, though. I enjoyed it. How many miles do you think you jogged between all those takes? It really wasn't that, you know, I mean, it wasn't that far, actually, you know. And then Probably I was, started I was, hurting your hamstrings because Jim Carrey is jumping on your back every take. Well, you, you know, that was back when, when I was very youthful, so I could run all day at that point. Do <laughs> so. you remember how much you got paid for that? Nothing, basically. I didn't, you know, it, it was embarrassing to even say. <laughs> so, you know, I'll leave that one alone. Now, do you have a screen, screen Actors Guild card for your participation nah, in that flick? <laughs> no, nah, that was the first and last time for me in, in, in TV and hey, uh, movies. It's a classic. Retire on top yeah. is what I always <laughs> there it say. Is. You got your Georgia Tech One Athletics Hall of Fame card instead. That's exactly. It. Have any of your players seen the movie? Yes, they have. Okay. And then they make good fun of me now. Okay. You can't run like that now, Coach. You know, so. Oh, yeah, a lot of good fun. I'm sure you get your comeuppance on them on the practice field, don't you? Definitely. Yeah, you, definitely. you keep some receipts on that, I'm sure. All right, we're with Marco Coleman here on GT60. Another timeout back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice-cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today, tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Even before the victory celebration is over, great teams are back at it the next day, working to get even better. The team at Ford understands how hard work and dedication pay off. Over the last 30 years, Ford Explorer has been America's best-selling SUV. In fact, all Ford SUVs like Explorer, Escape, and Edge are built for victory. Score a great offer today at your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on total cumulative OEM reported U.S. sales for all SUVs from calendar year 1990 through calendar year 2019. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket Athletics. To be a part of today's show, send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Getting you ready for the Jackets from Syracuse Orange this Saturday at the Dome. Noon Eastern time. Tommy's Leather will be on the air with network pregame at 10 a.m. statewide on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Andy Demetra, Marco Coleman wrapping up the final 12 or so minutes uh, of the program. We've always enjoyed hearing from all of our coaches uh, throughout the season on GT60, and great to have Marco in the seat with us for the second half hour. You know, I, I want to ask you about something because I talked with Antonius Clayton over the summer, and what I asked him about his relationship with you, he said that he considers you as much of a father figure as a coach, I don't know if he's told you that, but that's what he told me. What goes through your mind when you hear that? Well, you know, one of the things I do try to do is, um, in which I'm uh, excited about this opportunity, is developing a relationship that is going to last throughout the rest of all our lives. You know, and uh, that's the beauty of being a, a college football coach. I had that opportunity to coach on a professional level. It's a little different <laughs> kind of atmosphere and relationship. Uh, so here I can genuinely care about the well-being of these young men, and I do. And so, you know, when they're these guys and they go through different things, I want to make sure that I'm here and I'm available for them to help them get through it. Now, I'm not trying to take the place of their parents and no stretch of imagination, but being a person that they can always come to for whatever it may be. I don't want them to ever feel embarrassed about anything or whatever, um, but, but being here for them. And I think that's – bigger than the game. I think that's going to help him be a better football player, a better student, a better young man. Anything I do in any way to make him better, anything, any part of their life, I'm all for it. It's like what Bobby Dodd said, right? Either care about your players or get out of hey, coaching. Man, you don't need to be here if you don't care about them. Absolutely. <laughs> Another defensive end you're working with is Sylvain Yunjuin, your sophomore from Belgium. We've dubbed him the Sylvain Pain Train <laughs> on the broadcast. Uh, <laughs> what have you seen out of Sylvain? Obviously, uh, you know, his learning curve was pretty steep coming over from Belgium. Physically, he was already a specimen, but now you're trying to, to refine that uh, and add some finesse to what is already a pretty impressive physical set of skills for Sylvain. How have you seen him come along? Uh, he, his understanding of the game, um, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, he came over and uh, 
was playing football but didn't understand a lick of football. Never watched American football or anything. So, I mean, the first time we actually watched a football game in the NFL, we watched it together, you know. So, um, for him, uh, I don't think he even realizes, well, he's starting to understand all the power that he has as a man, you know. And, um, and as he continuously grows and understands the game and understands the techniques and the fundamentals, the sky's the limit for Sylvain because he is a big, strong man, you know. You know, I don't even call him a boy. He's a grown man, you know. So, um, and he, he continues to work hard and just like the rest of the group is coming and plays with, you know, great effort. You know, and that's, that's, that's the key thing. That's, we are a culture built on effort, and these guys all exemplify what the culture is all about. Coach Collins on TT60 last year told some funny stories about Sylvain coming over, not quite knowing uh, all the lingo uh, in American football. I'm sure he's much farther along in that now, right? He has adapted very well. Okay. <laughs> I can say that. That is good to know. Uh, people want to know about some of your young defensive ends and outside linebackers. We saw Jared Ivey get on the field versus UCF. He's not the only freshman that I know you're excited to work with. Uh, tell us how they're coming along, uh, primarily on the developmental side right now, but hoping, of course, they can make their way uh, above the line sooner than later. Yeah, they're all getting understanding of the culture, um, the work ethic. You know, they all were, you know, the biggest man on campus when they were in high school, and now they're in a situation where now they got they have to prove themselves, where they're getting acclimated to an atmosphere that's completely different than what it was in high school. The demands are different on the field and off. And so it's a learning curve for any freshman that demands me. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm probably different than anybody that they've been coached by. Um, and so as they're growing and learning that, they're getting better each and every week. Um, so as the season goes on, you know, I'm, I anticipate them having opportunities to play even more, you know, um, this season. And, and as they get better, that's going to make the offensive line better because they're going against them in practice. So it has benefits to go just beyond the position group. Yeah, we'll be getting a national championship pretty soon. I like you it. You know, because of the you know, the, the way that Coach Collins has us working. Uh iron sharpens iron, you know, and we do a lot of things where the good is going against the good. So when we show up on Saturdays, we've already played against players that are just as good, if not better, than the competition, you know. So um the process and, and the things that Coach Collins are taking us through is definitely going to lead to some, you know, some, some, some huge benefits very soon. You know, I, I'm guessing you not only can see the development and the growth of the defensive line, but you're also seeing the growth of the offensive line, right? Yes, yes our entire team. I mean, yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, the, the, the guys that are coming in and, and again, are, uh, are adapting to the culture, um, you, you can see their growth. You know, a lot of them are, are young. You know, even the guys that were here before that may not have gotten a lot of playing time, but they now are playing more. You know, the way that things are going now, um, we're, the trajectory is, you know, it's definitely heading high. It's going, you know, very well. Well, you set a high bar here at Georgia Tech, 27.5 career sacks. Give them something to shoot for, though. <laughs> definitely. If you're going to shoot. In three seasons. So that's the whole thing. You know, I guys, like how you always have the three you know, seasons. They, yeah, we cannot they never, forget that. You can't forget that it's three because I've moved down the, the leaderboard, you know, some guys, but everybody that, that's passed me, they have four years to do it. Uh-huh. So I, mean, I imagine if I played for four seasons, it wouldn't be touched. Do you just want me to go and put the asterisk in the media guy right now, or should we wait until do. the end of the show? Please do. Okay. <laughs> we'll wrap up with uh, defensive ends coach Marco Coleman. couple last minutes if you want to jump in with a question for coach. Use the hashtag on Twitter, GT60. We'll have a Coca-Cola ACC refresher, and then be back to wrap things up on GT60 after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
you can do all your banking from the comfort of your home. With SunTrust Advantage Checking, you can get everything you need through our innovative mobile app. Set up balance alerts, transfer money, make deposits, pay bills, or send and receive money with Zelle. Because we believe, now more than ever, banking should be secure and convenient. Go to suntrust.com slash advantage to open an account today. Terms and conditions apply. SunTrust, now truest. Member FDIC. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta, and what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For a look around the ACC, let's rejoin Andy Demetra for this week's ACC Refresher, brought to you by Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. All games alongside ours on Saturday, Louisville travels to Pitt. Duke takes on Virginia. That'll be the season opener for the Cavaliers. Elsewhere, Boston College plays host to Texas State. Florida State at Miami, a uh, Miami team that has certainly opened some eyes through two games. North Carolina State takes on Virginia Tech. The Notre Dame-Wake Forest game did get postponed, and they are moving that now to early December. That's our Coca-Cola ACC refresher on GT60. Football season is here. That means it's time to load up on the best snacks and some delicious ice-cold Coke for all your game day guests. Nothing tastes better like everything you love and everything you like coming together. Coca-Cola together tastes better. Wrap it up here with defensive ends coach Marco Coleman on GT60. Enjoyed the time talking with you, going down memory lane and talking about your current crop of uh, of defensive ends. You know, this uh, Saturday you'll face Syracuse, which likes to press the tempo much like UCF. As offenses go faster and faster now in college football, as they spread things out more, has that changed the way that you have to teach the defensive end position? Yeah, and then you also got to have more guys, you know. Um, you know, it puts a lot of stress on the defense when you go really fast like that. Not just the defensive line, but the entire defense. Just being able to stay coordinated. 
Um, so it's definitely a difference. I'll tell you, as a professional football player, I had the experience of playing against um, the Buffalo Bills every year for, you know, twice a year. And they went pretty fast, you know, they, that K-Gun offense with Jim mm-hmm. Kelly and those guys like that. So I got a taste of what it feels like. But he, but then you, it was tougher to – that was even faster than what you do at UCF because they just they, – the quarterback was calling the play as they're running down the, the freaking um, – <laughs> down the deal. But it does change, you know, and, and having the ability to – it makes it tough to sub and you need to sub, you know what I mean? So that's probably the biggest thing. Well, you've seen that speed once before, and we'll look forward to taming that speed this Saturday at the Dome. Once again, Georgia Tech versus Syracuse, noon to kick off our network pregame, 10 a.m. Can't wait to join you, and we'll see if Georgia Tech can move to 2-0 in the ACC. Coach, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yes, sir. For head coach Jeff Collins, defensive end coach Marco Coleman, our network engineer Miller, Pope Dancourt's inside the network studios. I'm Andy Demetra. So long. Thanks once again for listening to GT60, everyone. Have a great night. listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 for the latest on the Jackets. GT60 has been brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Drive sober or get pulled over. Coca-Cola. No matter your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. And by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Visit us at georgiapower.com slash community. Power on, Georgia. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.